0: Alhamdulillah Rabbil Salli Ala Sayyidina Muhammad Wa Ala Sayyidina Muhammad Alhamdulillah we are honored We have a guest speaker Mufti Abdullah Wahid, Who is Imam of uh, the Jamir Masjid in Flint, Michigan Inshallah he will be presenting the expansion project for Darussalam And he will be giving us a very encouraging Inshallah talk We hope our brothers Inshallah and the sisters Can listen attentively Inshallah and be generous, inshallah, for our expansion project. May Allah Taala accept all of your donations and your sadaqah in this month. Jazakallah. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahir Rabbil Alameen was salaam ala Sayyid al wa Khatimin Nabiyin. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in amma bad. فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتاب العزيز بعد عوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ما كان محمد أبا أحد من رجالكم ولكن رسول الله وخاتم النبيين وكان الله بكل شيء عليما وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى وكذلك جعلناكم أمة وسطا لتكونوا شهداء على الناس ويكون الرسول عليكم شهيدا وعن سبل مالك رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم آتي باب الجنة فأستفتح فيقول الخازن من أنت فأقول أنا محمد فيقول الخازن بك أمرت أن لا أفتح لأحد قبلك وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أن أول الناس خروج إذا بعثوا وأن خطيبهم إذا أنصتوا وقائدهم إذا وفدوا وشافعهم إذا جلسوا ومبشرهم إذا يأسوا ولواء الحمد يومئذ بيده وأن أكرم ولد آدم على ربي ولا فخر يطوف علي ألف خادم كأنهم مثلهم لؤلوا مكنون رواه ترمذي أو كما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My dear respected brothers and elders and sisters and fellow youngsters Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala has spoiled this nation and given it very it's a very special status in the eyes of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala initially created this human he was already honored. He was already privileged. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran وَلَقَدْ كَرَّمْنَا bani adam we honor this human before this human did any good. Before this human ever stepped his foot onto this earth and did any sajda or praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already elevated the status of this human being. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, We created this human being in one of the most unique special forms where Allah says, لَقَدْ خلقنا الْإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنِ تَقْوِيمِ we made the human in the best form, best design. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He created the universe, Allah said, When Allah decides to create something, He makes an order for it to be and it becomes. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the human, of course, it was between the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, between the kaf and the noon and the command of Allah, but there was a special attention that was given to this human being's development. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered the angels Usjudu li Adam and all the angels postulated to Adam except for one evil devil Aba wa wa al He was arrogant. He wasn't only arrogant at this juncture but his arrogance apparently showed up at this moment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to this devil Iblis Ma mana'aka an tasjuda lima khalaqtu bi Astakbarta What has given you the audacity to reject the the offer or the order that I've given you to to in front of Adam for something that I created with my own hand something I made with with special details with my knowledge so this human is special before this human did any good before he gave charity before she gave charity before they did any act of worship or nobility Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already elevated the status of this human being. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoils us even more. Allah says, particularly about this nation. Kuntum Khayra Ummatin nas." This is the greatest of all nations. Allah says in the Quran, wasata. we made you the best of all nations. You, in Arabic, you say Wasat to the middle. And understood in Chicago, downtown, downtown is the greatest part of the city. This, this ummah is the downtown of all the nations. This is, this is that ummah that all the nations on the day of judgment will look at and envy, lived only 60 years, but walk in with paradise with prophets. The Prophet ﷺ says, I am in the jannah, ala ala paradise is forbidden upon all prophets until I enter paradise. And paradise is forbidden upon all nations until my nation, my ummah, enters paradise. What is that that we do so special? That gives us that privilege that we are the greatest of all nations? Khayr ummah, khayr ummah, the greatest of all nations. Why is it that we're so special that nations before us envied us and prophets before us wish to have this nation? You know, when you look at a child and you envy him or her, say, I wish that was my child. I wish that was my child. There were prophets that came before us. And when they heard about this Ummah, they went to Allah and they said, Ya Rabbi, ummati. I want that Ummah. Give me that privilege that I can stand shoulder to shoulder with these people on the Day of Judgment. when the slates and plates were revealed of the Torah to Prophet Moses فَوَجَدَ فِيهَا فَقَرَأَ فِيهَا فَوَجَدَ فِيهَا ذِكْرُ When he read the plates and the slates of the Old Testament and he read it, he was impressed. He also observed and he noticed there was mention of the greatest Ummah that will come. And he says, Ya Rabb, inni ajidu fil Imam Siyuti has documented this. He said, inni ajidu fil ummati. Oh Allah, I see that there's a nation that's going to come that will come in the end. They'll come last. You never give a person last and erase the award for the first place. You never give a certificate for a person that comes in the end of a class, the certificate of honor student. This ummah that comes in the end, that comes short even in Ramadan to pray tahajjud. An ummah that struggles to pray fajr after suhoor. An ummah that struggles to fulfill the fundamental basics of Islam. This ummah will come in the end. And Musa alayhi salam saying, but they will enter Jannah in the, in the beginning. They will be the leading nation to Jannah, and make this my nation for anyone that can appreciate this understanding the day of judgment. It's a long day, 50,000 years. One day, imagine that day you were given the green light of entering paradise right after the prophets. It means diff- it's a, it has a different meaning in the connotation of this an- hadith. And then he said, Ya Rab, inni ajidu fil alwah. أُمَّةٌ هُمُ al الْمُشَفَّعُونَ This Ummah will come. They will intercede and their intercession will be accepted. And this, this privilege is only given to malaika. It's only given to angels and prophets and shuhada. But an average person in this Ummah who is righteous and pious, who memorized the Qur'an will take, will take 10 people to paradise. A scholar will take 70 people to paradise. Those who are doomed to hell other day, I was telling one of my students, I said, you got to fix up your act. She's like 17, 18 years old. She says, don't worry, my grandfather is Hafiz. <laughs> my grandfather is Hafiz. So brothers and sisters, this Ummah is pampered with so, much echo- so many accolades and honors from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then, then Musa a.s. says, Ya Rabb, inni ajidu fi alwaah ummatun anajiluhum fi sudurihim yaqraunahu zahira Oh Allah, I see and I hear and I read of a nation they were memorize the quran and they were recited by memory what an honor to listen and read and admire the book of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the book that is synonymous with the month of ramadan Where allah says Shahru ramadan unzila quran there are a few prophets names in the quran that allah named for example ya zakariya inna bi yahya. but there's only one month that allah named himself Shahru ramadan alladhi unzila fihi quran the month of Ramadan, where Allah revealed the Quran. Allah has made it connected with the Quran. We recite it, we read it. Allah does not pay attention, Allah is not intrigued by anything more than the Prophet reciting the Quran in a beautiful voice. When a human from the ummah of the Prophet reads the Quran out loud, and no one is there to listen but Allah, that attracts the Rahma of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah listens to this attentively, though Allah is not bounded by other voices but gives respect to the reciter. So brothers and sisters, what an honor, what an honor to be an ummah that can actually read Surah Yusuf. نحن عليك Imam Atab He says, Rabah says, anyone that reads, anyone that reads Surah Yusuf in depression, and anxiety, إلا استراح بعد except they will find happiness, and harmony, and joy, and remove of the depression after reading Surah Yusuf. So much messages, so much for the ummah, all this. Allah says, لَقَدْ كان في قصصهم الباب. He narrates it, He says, this is the best story, and the end of the story says, this is a message for those who have intellect. So this, this ummah has been given that. This, this is special. No nation from the Christians or Jews can actually say, we have a book that we can, we can say it's our book that hasn't been tampered or changed we have the ummah brothers we have this. this ummah has been blessed then he says ya rab ij'alha ummati oh Allah, give me this ummah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says tilka ta ahmad this ummah this this has been reserved for the ummah of muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya rab inni ajidu fil alwah Ummatun yaj'aluna sadaqata fi butunihim wa yujaruna alayhi. i see a nation will come they will give charity and their charity will be lawful for them to consume of course, in the previous times when they will give charity, would have to be accepted by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala in different forms. But this ummah can give charity to the poor, and the poor can consume it. And the one who is giving the charity will get reward for this. Then he says, "Ya Rabbi, make this my ummah." Ij'alha ummati, "Qala tilka ummati Ahmad." This is the ummah of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Then it gets even better. "Qala ya Rabbi, Inni ajidu fi alwa' Ummah إذا هم بحسن فلم يعملها كتب له حسنة واحدة." I read in the book, I read in the slates that a nation will come. If they think of doing a good deal, just think of it, make intention of it. And if they're not able to do it, they will get the full reward of it. Imagine, how many of us have intention for hajj this year? How many of us have intention to do so much this Ramadan? The fact that we have the intention is enough for us to get the reward. This is why a believer's intentions are supposed to be high. They're supposed to be visionary evolutionary and then leads to revolution having high visions not small ideas no do a lot and great because in the eyes of allah there is nothing small the smallest jannah given to the last person entering paradise is 10 times bigger than this world allahu akbar there is no such thing in the eyes of allah small allahu akbar Allah is great and beyond the imagination our thoughts and our goals and our visions and our actions should at least have a thought to impress Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala and please Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala brothers until we don't have the idea until we don't have the intention to please Allah we will never be able to please Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala so brothers and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam comes in the narration inni ajidu fil alwa ummatun Then, this ummah, in ya'malha if they do a good deed كُتِبَ Hasanat حَسَنَاتِ إِلَىٰ إِلَىٰ For doing one good deed, they'll get ten rewards to seven hundred multiplied by seventy thousand. Can you imagine so much reward just for doing one raka'ah? Imagine the reward of Ramadan. But one salat al-farad is equal to 70, seventy salat. And this is the month of Ramadan. And a person is spending this in the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I always say this to myself. And I read this in tafsir also. Woe to that person whose ones outnumber the tens. For example, when you do one sin, you get one one sin written down. But when you do one good deed, you get ten, minimum ten good deeds written down for it. How could it be on the day of judgment that ones can outnumber the tens? Do you guys understand simple math? How could you? What? How misfortunate could a person be? That you had done so, so less to impress Allah ta'ala When Allah is giving you 10 times more for one good deed So brothers and sisters, why are we so special? Is it the color of our skin? Is it the height of our, of our bodies? Is it the age of our lives? Is it the woman of this ummah? Is it the medicine and the technology of this ummah? Is, what is it? Because if we compare ourselves to the nations before They were more beautiful than us People of Yusuf were very beautiful People of Isa were very smart They will diagnose a patient as he would walk through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the best doctor who could give life to the dead by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Can you imagine? Isa. So what What are we comparing ourselves to? ad and Qawmi Thamood who are given not the bodies that we have that we look in the mirror after an exercise of two weeks and we think we've become the Hulk. No. My dad asked me, my brother, my son asked me the other day, he said, Baba, why are all superheroes always shirtless? Right? The concept of immodesty. You know? But the reality is, brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa taala has blessed this ummah. We're so lucky. Why are we so lucky? Why? Why? Just think about it. The reason we're so blessed is that we associate ourselves to Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu the greatest human. The fact that we're related to him because we're his ummah is sufficient. The hadith. And in Tirmidhi, me, thee. Inna Rabbi fi ummati. Allah asked me about my ummah after. So, what should I do to your Ummah Muhammad? فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم, هُمْ خَلْقُكَ وَعِبَادُكَ Ya Rabbi, these are your creation, these are your slaves. You could do whatever you want. هُمْ خَلْقُكَ وَعِبَادُكَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, O oh Muhammad, I will send 70,000 people to Jannah without any hisab. With every thousand, I will send another 70,000. That's approximately 4.9 billion people who are walking into paradise without any reckoning. Just because they're from the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Just walking through. Imagine you have the TSA, and you can just walk through customs and security. No, no, no. We're not walking through the security of US customs. We are walking through the security of angels. We are walking through the security of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala straight to Jannah. This is that Ummah. Allah bless Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, on the day of judgment, when everyone will be worried, أنا أول الناس إذا I will be the first one to come out of my grave When everyone is around and they're quiet and they're worried about their, their fate I will be the one speaking When they're sitting alone in, in depression and stress I will ask Allah for the intercession When they lose hope, I will give them hope I will fall in sajda so much so it comes in the hadith in Sahih Bukhari in Muslim that the Prophet ﷺ will go into Sajdah. sajda. For what? For us? That for us, do we actually deserve it? Even when someone says the name of the Prophet in Adhan, we don't pay attention. Do we deserve the love of the Prophet on the Day of Judgment? Can you imagine the Prophet ﷺ, he will go into sajda and he will say, Ya Rabbi, Ummati, Ummati. He will praise Allah like no one has ever praised Allah. And he will say, Oh Rabbi." My ummah, my ummah. That ummah the other prophets wanted. That ummah that neglected and forgot Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even in the auspicious month of Ramadan, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam falls into such that, Ya Rabbi ummati ummati. Oh Allah, my nation, my nation. And he will cry and will cry. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to Muhammad, Ya Muhammad, irfa' ra'asak. Oh Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, lift your forehead. Lift your forehead. After all, in the end of the day, this is the Habib of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you see your child crying in front of you, innocently, for the forgiveness of a sibling, so what did he do wrong? Why is he crying for a sibling? What did the Prophet do to fall on his knees and cry for an ummah like this? and he was Allah, Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala said was'al tu'ta wa shafa'tu shaffa' oh Muhammad ask you be granted intercede your intercession will be accepted the poet says idha mannasu yawm al-din qamu ila al-rahmani ijtama'a al-jami'u wa jalla al-khatab wa anqata'a al-turja wanada al-mudhnibun man al-shafii'u hunaka yaqumu ahmad fi yadayhi liwa'u al-hamdi munaqidan rafi'u fa yasjud thumma yashfa'u fi al-baraaya 'alayka salaamu rabbika ya shafii'u only if we could appreciate the language of Arabic when the world will be in depression and the world will be crying, humanity will be looking for salvation. There's only one person, there is only one human being on the day of judgment that will go on his knees and will shout and cry, Ummati, Ummati, Oh Allah, my nation, my nation. Brothers and sisters, we are, just, we are fortunate the fact that we can associate ourselves to Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and that every time we say the Prophet's name, our sins are forgiven. Our our worries are removed. What an honor just to say his beautiful name. ما محمدا بمقالتي bi بمحمدا. I am not motivating my I am not motivating the Prophet sallallahu by speaking about his greatness. Allah has already stated in the Quran. ورفعنا لك We have elevated your status in your name. But I add his name to my speech to give glory to my words while I speak to you, brothers and sisters, as we enjoy this month of Ramadan. And as we associate ourselves to the greatest Ummah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu Ummah, there are responsibilities that come upon this nation. And that is to take the message from country to country, century by century, from city to city. And this people, the people of Chicago are blessed because we are living and making history. And we are going to witness a future that will change the tide of batil, reverse the tide of evil. In front of our eyes, you see something like this. In less than seven years, Less than eight years to see a place like this is an example of the miracle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When this project first came out of six, seven million dollars when the first masjid was going to be everyone in Chicago town, Chicago land said, What? Six million? Where are you going to get the money from? Where are you going to get the money from? Brothers, if you try, if you if you hope to get the money from people, you're limiting yourself. The treasures of Allah are limited. Just like how Allah completed this project that you're sitting in today. One of the most beautiful masjids in America. The reason why I'm saying America particularly, because when when the notion of Islamophobia and bigotry walks through our minds, and people from the non-muslim community see something like this they do not only see the beauty of islam but they can also hear the echo of the beauty of islam from these walls there are structures which are beautiful that you'll find the ottoman built but today they are hollow but there are structures which are built in chicago but they're full with angels surrounding wings around these students it is an honor to be part of a community like this where your children the children's of your neighbors and your families are connecting the what the book of allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. and today we are people that want everything quick results we we want students to see get money we invest we want results these children are going to grow up and they're going to lead a nation that has 22 2200 masajid in america and every masjid needs a scholar needs a guidance it needs a light so brothers and sisters you're not investing into structure let me make this clear you are not investing into structure you're investing in human resources big difference